Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jedekin. So we do have some stories to talk about that are celebrity related. The first sort of biggest one from the last week was this Jeremy Renner custody battle story. That was a pretty big deal on Twitter with lots of jokes about how he's the worst Avenger, that whole thing. And he is the worst Avenger. Is he in the Avengers? Yeah, he's Hawkeye. Like, he doesn't really have any skills except for shooting an arrow. I mean, don't even at me because I don't care. (laughs) Like, he's like the lamest Avenger. Have you seen him in the Jeffrey Dahmer movie? No, I don't think I did. He's really creepy in that. I mean, he's like... He's good in a creepy role, I think. Yeah. Because he kind of is that type of guy. And he really is that type of guy. (laughs) So, I mean, I I haven't read anything about this story. Well, basically, long story short, is that he is um, or was married to a woman named Sonny Pacheco or Pacheco. And I don't quite know if they got married because she was pregnant, but they have a young daughter together. They basically got divorced 10 months after getting married. So it was a pretty, like, you know, shotgun type wedding. I think they had a very volatile relationship and now they're in a very heated custody battle for their daughter who I think is four years old. So she's a little girl. Anyway, this week, I think the first story kind of broke on Monday, maybe it was released like from the custody hearing. These like papers are coming out in these documents. And one of them is that uh, Renner uh, allegedly put a gun in his mouth and threatened to kill himself and he threatened to kill his wife or maybe she was the ex-wife at that point. Now, she's trying to get sole custody of this daughter who is six actually. The daughter's name is Ava um, and she says that last November, Renner was at a club and he was high on cocaine and drinking a ton of alcohol. He, uh, I guess, came home and they had a big fight and he talked about killing her, saying that he could not deal with her anymore and he just wanted to be gone. Now, she also claims that that night ended with Renner putting a gun in his mouth, threatening to kill himself, and then he fired the gun into a ceiling while the daughter was sleeping in the next room. Oh, my God. Which is like a pretty fucked up, if true, that's fucked up, like (laughs) truly, and very reminiscent of things I went through as a kid. She also claims that another instance, a nanny overheard Renner saying that he was going to go to her house, kill her, and then kill himself because it was better that Ava... Ava had no parents than to have her as a mother. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, They said, like, in these court docs that got released, they just basically say that he had an ongoing history of substance abuse, and he was, like, a hard partier. He was verbally and emotionally abusive as well, and that he um, had been under the influence of drugs and alcohol at the times when he did have custody of his daughter. Um, they also said that, uh, or the woman, his ex-wife alleges that he often has cocaine just lying around his uh, home while the daughter while around. the daughter's around, and that um, when she she's basically asking that his visits be monitored with Ava as well, right? So Renner is also filing for so legal and physical custody of the daughter. And he is now saying he wants the visits with his ex-wife to be monitored. So it definitely seems like a tit for tat kind of uh, back and forth. He refers to her as a gatekeeping bully who is using the child as a commodity and pawn in her struggle to control him. 
Uh, they also accuse his his documents accuse her of making false claims of physical and sexual abuse, questioning their daughter about the time that she spends with Renner to kind of use that information against him. Another thing that happened uh, just the other day was that he released all this other stuff about the ex-wife sort of to counteract all of this damaging stuff that she said about him. Now Renner, like the recent thing that happened in the like, I think yesterday or maybe it was early this morning, he's now claiming that she is trying to humiliate him by sending his nude pictures to their custody evaluator and that she's obsessed with sex, which makes him question her fitness as a parent. Now, according to the documents that were just released, he said that him and his ex-wife exchanged nude photos while they were married, but over the course of the custody battle, she's now submitting those nude photos that he sent of his genitalia to their lawyers and to the custody evaluator for no other reason but to cause me extreme embarrassment, according to him. This is a mess. Yeah. He uh, claims that the ex-wife failed to mention to the evaluator that she also sent him nudes first and that requested that he send these nude um, photos in, in return for the favor. Like, So he's basically saying she's conveniently failed to show that she also sent nudes to, to me, which, which I think is true. That seems like a legitimate complaint, but he's definitely kind of going down a slut-shaming uh, arena into a slut-shaming arena right now. He says that she is obsessed with his sex life and the sex lives of those in his orbit, including the nannies. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, the actor also claims that she tracked down racy internet photos of the nanny and sent those to the evaluator and the lawyers. Um, Renner also says his ex's obsession with sex is expressed in her sculptures. I guess she's an artist. And he calls them sexually explicit and disturbing. The legal documents that were uh, released today also include several examples of... Um, one where their daughter Ava is staring at one of these statues that she has created. They're basically just nude women. Like the statues are of a, a nude, like kind of nudes. I don't That's really so know. Stupid. It's really stupid. And he's concerned that um, the ex-wife is exposing Ava to such dark graphic sexual material on a daily basis. So it sounds like he's just grasping at straws. He's grasping at straws. So. That's pretty much where we're at now. I guess we'll continue to follow it because you got to love when trash get famous and start to air all their dirty laundry. But it is pretty sad that they're putting their daughter through this. Yeah, that's the thing that Um, makes me really sad. So, yeah, I mean, I think I kind of tweeted about this. It's not that surprising to me that he of all celebrities would be involved in something like this because he's always kind of struck me as someone that was around me and my family growing up, like that type of guy, like right. just kind of like whatever. Uh, and then he, he does like a lot of weird things lately. I think he's like a little odd. There's something going on there. There's something going on like with his music career and like... <laughs> And then he had like that app, which I never quite understood. I did not understand what was up with his app. That was one of those things where I was like, I'm gonna skip this one. I, I did. Because I didn't what, I'm not gonna even look into it. People were tweeting about it like nonstop. I, I just said this this whole thing is not for me. And then he has an Amazon store too. Like like a wish list? No. Like something like I'm sure it's some way where he gets a percentage of what he sells. So it's like his store and it's like camping and like camouflage. So I guess he themed the store somehow. Maybe it's like like his, he has merch. I honestly, it's another thing. I don't. I barely know what it is. But maybe celebrities can put a store together and say, "Here's my favorite things, like Oprah's favorite things." 
Wow. <laughs> and then you can buy things that he selects as stuff he likes. Right. And then maybe he gets a percentage. I honestly don't quite know what it is. Here's a semi-related, not that related. We should open an Amazon wish list store. Yeah. I've like always... I've never like I know a lot of people have like Amazon wish lists. Right. We should do that. Okay. So what a, kind of stuff do you want to put on it? Um, I don't care. So anything? I'll literally put anything on there if oh. people want to buy me stuff. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we could put like, you know, real stuff like uh, you know, recording equipment stuff oh. or whatever. Okay. Or whatever stuff for the podcast. Sure. But I'll put like, you know, a bathrobe on there too. Really? I don't know. It's for the podcast. What if I want to record in the bathroom? Okay. Okay. We'll keep you posted. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the next story uh, is also a really odd one, and people posted about it on Facebook. Some people texted me uh, some info on it, and it's a really bizarre story. story. And that is the uh, story of this guy named Ron Ellie, who is, played Tarzan in the 60s. Yes. Um, so basically what happened is, was this yesterday that this happened? I think so. So yesterday morning I woke up and I saw a story that said this Tarzan actor who honestly I had never, I don't, I don't know his name. Um, obviously I know Tarzan, but I didn't know his, like I knew there was like Johnny Westmuller or whatever, like a more famous Tarzan from that period. But I guess he was at some point Tarzan as well. I woke up saying, and I heard the story that there was like, a double murder or something in his home that was sort of near Santa Barbara and no one really knew what it was, but it sounded awful. Like what the hell's going on? This is an older guy. He's like, he might be 80. Uh, he's an older guy, uh, so it was kind of like weird, like what the hell is going on at this guy's home? Because this, tar- this, uh, this Tarzan was from the 60s. Yeah. I mean, he's he's older. So basically what, what kind of, the information kind of slow rolled out. Um, uh, basically what happened is his wife of 35 years, uh, she was 62, but he's older than her. Her name is Valerie Lundine Ellie. She was stabbed to death at their home uh, by their 30-year-old son, Cameron <gasps> Ellie. And that that information, I think we kind of found out his wife was killed, but he was safe. And then later, the second victim was revealed to be the son who killed her, and he was shot by police, basically, in some kind of standoff situation. So Ron Ellie is alive. Yes. Okay. So he was home at the time that this happened, but he was not hurt. Um, you know, he's basically taken into the hospital because, as I said before, he is definitely like an older man. So he has like defensive wounds. Was he trying to? No, he wasn't to- hit, he wasn't hurt at all. He, the son literally stabbed the mom to death and that was it. And there's like still, I mean, we'll cover this story next week because there's still a lot of information we okay. don't know. Like we don't know the motivation. Okay. We don't know that the son had anything that he was dealing with as far as like whatever. Uh, there's no, we have no idea why this happened right. at this point. So it begins with a 911 call, a family, there was a family dispute at the actor's home in Hope Branch, which as I said before is sort of near uh, Santa Barbara. Um, the deputies arrived at 8.15 a.m. and they found Valerie Ellie uh, dead from multiple stab wounds. Now, at this point, Ron identifies um, the family member as a person who stabbed his wife, and that is his son, Cameron, who is 30 years old. He uh, basically had escaped at that point, so the police searched the home and the surrounding areas to find him, and they located him like outside of the home somewhere and confronted him. Once they found him, 
there was some kind of altercation or something that led the police to basically shoot him. And he, he died uh, on the scene as well. At some point, the son, before he was shot, uh, he did try to place the blame on his dad, like that his dad was the one who killed the mom. Oh, like he tried to like sort of throw throw the blame onto the dad, uh, but obviously they didn't. They knew that that wasn't true. Um, the dad suffers from some kind of uh, I don't know if it's like dementia or something, but he could barely speak. Oh. Like he's eighty one years old, and um, they 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 basically were like, no way, this guy did anything. Like he's yeah. sort of in- incapacitated in some way, but I wasn't I wasn't clear. I didn't see anywhere what he's exactly suffering from, but I did see that he had trouble speaking. So there's something going on there. I don't know what. Um, now people have kind of been looking in on uh, this guy's um, Facebook page and his social media to kind of see like who he was, but there wasn't really that much that I could see that they found. It seemed like. There was like a lot of pictures of him as an athlete. He seems like to be a very popular guy. Like growing up, he's six foot five. He's really wow. a big guy. Uh, he's like an ex football player. And there's nothing really at this point that anyone can tell what happened here. Like what led to this. Right. You know what I mean? Like he does have, they had three children together. So this is just one of their three children. What they did find is literally like a lot of gushing. He, had like good grades, like not that that means anything, but all of everything seems like pretty normal. Like he went to Harvard, he studied psychology. So this is not someone who sort of seemed like troubled his whole life. And then this was an inevitable conclusion to this like volatile relationship or something. So it does seem pretty mysterious what happened here. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we're at now. And it's pretty sad story. And that's what an really awful, sad. what an awful thing to happen. So yeah, we'll. I guess we'll we'll, we'll talk we'll about talk it about week. it if there's any new information that comes out as far as the motive goes. Um, but maybe it's one of those things we'll never really know. But it does kind of seem like there must have been something, or at least the fight. But if this guy is the only witness, I don't know how incapacitated he is. Like, was he aware of anything that was happening? Maybe the siblings have some insight. Yeah. So it did just happen. So it's not super surprising. They're they're not speaking about it yet. Right. Um, so another big story that happened just a few days ago was that Scotty Bowers died. That's pretty uh, awful because we were hoping to interview him on our show, like, well, for multiple reasons. But he was 96 years old. So it's not like, you know, it's not unexpected, but it's always sad when someone dies. I, I was super bummed out to find out this news. I... I actually was kind of moping around the whole day. Oh, really? Yeah. It was was, sort of unexpected. It was really unexpected because the last we heard of him was he was promoting his new documentary, the the documentary that had come out about his life. And, you know, my friend Keith met him because he went to go see it, the screening, and he was there and he shook his hand. He said he was like this spry, you know, 96-year-old guy. Right. And I just... I mean, and you see pictures of Scotty as an old man, and he just seemed so full of life. It just, I don't know. There was, I, I just like reading his book and like doing the show on him. Like, I felt like I can, like, connection yeah, to this guy. So I, I was pretty bummed about it. Yeah. It's you like never it can know. turn on a dime. You never kind of know. Thing. So, I mean, he had a big life. He had a very yeah. interesting life. It was immortalized in his book and in the documentary about him. 
Uh, and it's kind of nice, I think, that he had this little revival at the end. Yeah. He definitely got sort of like a last burst of fame, I would say, in the last few years. The book came out in 2012, I yep. think. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's good that he got his recognition finally. Absolutely. Um, at the end. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't see any cause of death, but I'm just assuming Old age. he's 96. Uh, so there was nothing else that really added to that, just probably a typical series of events. He did, uh, his wife did die last year. I didn't mm-hmm. know he was married. Was he married a long time? Um, I don't know if he was married a long time, but I did know that he was married. Okay. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty typical too. Like if your wife dies, sometimes, sometimes they couples the die, couple close die to really each other. close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that story, pretty I'm sad. So Rip Scotty Bauer. So if you haven't listened to that episode for some reason, episode you 46. should go find it. It's a really funny one. Did you have any stories? I mean, there's a lot of stories in that episode that you can uh, listen to and be entertained with because it was a funny episode. Well, I was also thinking about Scotty Bauer's recently because I was thinking about Vincent Price recently because you know I'm doing my 31 days of horror movies this month. And I was watching a Vincent Price movie, and so I was thinking about how in Scotty Bauer's book, he said that Vincent Price was a really gentle lover. Right. And I was, like, really happy to hear that. Yeah. I mean, I I picture him being gentle. I do, too. He's uh, a cool guy. Yeah. And he's very suave. He wants to make love. Scotty, (laughs) Scotty Bauer's Vincent Price, both bisexual icons. I love Vincent Price. I do too. I mean, we have to, maybe we should do like a Patreon special where we cook some of his recipes. I was actually looking on Amazon because I was going to buy. See, that would be a good thing I would want to put on our Amazon Let's wish list. Let's make a wish list because there are so many things like I want to buy for the show. Um, okay. So this is like a weird story I found on um, the New York Post and I was looking around for some celebrity things and I saw this story. So I'm going to talk about it because I hadn't heard about it, but it's kind of like a weird uh, crime story that's not necessarily celebrity related, but it takes place in Vegas. And Vegas is just the celebrity. You know, <laughs> I love Vegas. It's glitzy, whatever. If it's so, Vegas, it's Rachel related. Yeah. So this like the headline was like body and concrete slab dumped in Las Vegas desert, maybe missing model. <gasps> Did you hear about this missing model? No. Okay. I hadn't either. She uh, is believed to have been encased in a concrete block that was dumped in a Las Vegas desert after she first inject was first injected with pool cleaner and strangled <gasps> to death. So pretty like brutal fucking crime. Now, they're still using DNA testing to try to confirm that it is the model who is missing. Her name is Esmeralda Gonzalez. She was 24 years old and she had been reporting missing. She had been reported missing almost five months ago. So it's been a while that they're looking for this woman in Las Vegas. Now she was last seen stumbling around in high heels and lingerie and appeared disoriented when she tried to get into the wrong house back in May. Prosecutors wrote in court documents, uh, I'm sorry. That's what prosecutors wrote in court documents. Sorry. Uh, Christopher Prestipino, a 45-year-old man, became the prime suspect after he allegedly blabbed to a friend while high on meth about killing the missing girl. Now, he became freaked out when she started uh, acting bizarre and speaking in the devil's tongue, according to this friend who like basically turned him into the cops. Uh, he tied her to a bedpost, poisoned her, and ultimately strangled her, according to this witness, and finally used a U-Haul truck to move her concrete 
concrete encased body. The death may have also been a result of a sex fetish game that took a fatal turn, the report said. Prestapino, an alleged accomplice who has not been charged, panicked and left the rented U-Haul dolly at a dump site. And supposedly he later fled to Belize and he was arrested on Friday, basically, once they found this body. He faces charges of murder and, um, you know, obviously conspiracy and a lot of other things. His girlfriend, he has a 31-year-old girlfriend and she faces charges of helping harboring this uh, criminal and concealing or aiding a felon. So yeah, pretty wild weird case that I hadn't heard of, but maybe we'll uh, see more about it. Um, Wow. Yeah. Beauty should be good for you. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter is a clean makeup and skincare brand that started in 2013, disrupting the beauty industry by shedding a light on the need for stronger ingredient regulations in the personal care products that we use daily. Today, Beauty Counter is the leading clean beauty brand creating innovative and high-performing products that are safer and cleaner than even their like-minded competitors. So what do we mean by clean? Over 1,800 questionable ingredients are never used in Beauty Counter's formulations. They call this their never list. You can learn more at beautycounter.com, where you're also going to want to check out their incredible products. Best of all, if you're a new customer and you order through March 15th, you'll get free shipping on your order of $100 or more when you use the code HOLLYWOOD. Once again, to get free shipping on your order of $100 or more, go to beautycounter.com and use the code HOLLYWOOD. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy, getting out of it is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. I know firsthand that there's nothing more frustrating than trying to pay something down and your payments are pretty much just paying off the interest. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you. The best part? Once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. So free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is top-ranked in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash Hollywood to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash Hollywood. There's this one little thing. Is it a story? Not really. But (laughs) I want to play this. I got obsessed with this fucking Kylie Jenner weird clip. Wait, do you want me to sing it? Do you want me to do my impression first? Well, I was going to play it too. Do you want to do your impression? I'll do my impression first and we'll see if it's close. Okay. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. <laughs> See, I feel like she goes down a little. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wait, it's. Rise and shine. No, wait, wait. It's this. It's. Rise and shine. Okay, pause it. She goes. Rise and shine. What the fuck? Like, there's no story here, really, but she's an insane person. Like, I don't get. This is her basically waking. First of all, there's like so much wrong here. She's yeah. going into her daughter's room to wake up her daughter, who's what two? I don't know. Like her something. daughter's clearly already been awake, right? And the the lights are off. 
So someone posted this in a tweet where they're like, I like that the camera crew was in there in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for her to come in and turn the lights on and go rise and shine <laughs> like and people were like making that into like their ringtone their and their alarms and stuff like that i i don't know what this there's no story here i just felt like compelled I, to share that because it was such an insane singing moment like one of the most bizarre things i've ever such, heard such like billionaire brain or something yeah like like like, you know she's never done it before first of all no like that was for cameras and it's like does she want to sing because she needs to not like (laughs) rise and shine it's so crazy and and isn't this daughter her daughter's is her daughter's father a singer her daughter's father is travis scott right he's a rapper so maybe she's uh trying to hit it get in horn in on that like business now or something yeah but they're not together anymore i did see that they did go to a are pump- they not together anymore? yeah i saw a story to that that they were at a pumpkin patch together with their daughter did they go to mr bones i don't know if it was that's mr. like bones. the celebrity that's pumpkin the celebrity patch. one uh yeah so that's all my celebrity news uh recommendations yes. i'm not watching anything I except for ton. baseball okay i'm also watching baseball but i don't need to recommend that uh oh okay so uh, there is a movie that came out on Netflix called El Camino, uh, a Breaking Bad movie, and Brendan has a cameo in it, so you should all watch it. Breaking Bad's literally my favorite show. I've watched it three times all the way through. I've watched Better Call Saul twice. Um, I'm very excited for the next season, so just the fact that Brendan is officially part of the Breaking Bad universe is literally makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I haven't. I started it, but it was too late. He's very good in it. Uh, so very I'm going to watch it. And I love Breaking Bad, too. I was actually just thinking about rewatching Breaking Bad. It's so good. It's the best show. It's my favorite show. You know what happened? Show. I watched the beginning of El Camino, and they have like a they have like a really extended like last time on Breaking Bad kind of section yeah. that gives you like this recap and some of it. I was like, I don't remember that. You got to rewatch the show. You'll binge it in like a weekend. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I was like, I need to rewatch it, um, but I will watch it, obviously. Uh, yeah. So oh, what else? The other thing, Succession, obviously. Oh, yeah. Very, very great season finale. Yeah, I liked it. And the other thing I watched was Joker. Oh, right. And I I saw Joker, too. I loved it. I like Joker. I don't think I watched anything. I've just been really busy and tired, and I have been watching baseball. And uh, I do have a book I was going to recommend. I started this um, Orson Welles biography, and there's three volumes out, and I think there's a fourth coming. So I started volume one. So it's like his early days. It is a very in-depth biography (laughs) so if you're into that kind of thing uh i think it's good um he's like an interesting character obviously so maybe we can do a story on him at some point once i have all this knowledge in my brain (laughs) it's really long though yeah it's a big huge book and i'm only on volume one wow and it's uh so yeah this is like his early years um this volume but yeah so it goes through all these periods. I kind of just want to skip ahead to the the last years. Those are always my favorite. <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah, that was there anything podcast books? Um, just listening to the truth about Pam. Wait, oh, is right. it called the truth about Pam? Yeah, I think so. Or the thing about the Pam. thing about it's Pam. called the thing about Pam. And I just have to say, like, I just love Keith Morrison's voice so much. 
Yeah. I like, mean, he's so great. It's a good one. Yeah. It's definitely good. I like, don't think I have any new podcasts. Listening to some 90 Day Fiance podcasts. Oh, okay. One of them is called 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray, and the other one's called 90 Day Gays. Oh. And it's these two Southern gay men, and they're really filthy like us. Okay. So if you so want, if you're good. into 90 Day Fiance stuff and you also like vulgarity, you'll probably like them. Um, okay. And then what about food, Rachel? Anything good? Um, nope. Not yeah, that I, can I don't think have of. anything. What did I eat this week? I just cooked at my house. I made a grilled cheese yesterday. It was delicious. I had uh, juice. Desi. Oh, I went back to Punch Bowl. <laughs> oh, I love Punch Bowl. That was my exciting What'd thing. What'd you get? What I got my chocolate one oh. with the cocoa nibs where I was Ooh. like, nyang, 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 nyang. <laughs> give me some texture. <laughs> you got to love those cocoa nibs. I'm going to get something after this because I have to go over to Silver Lake to feed my brother's cat. He's out of town still. Um, uh, so I'm like thinking about, Ooh, that's a good excuse to go to Del Taco. Oh yeah. That is a good excuse. Yeah. So I'm trying not to, uh, go to Del Taco. Oh, my other big thing is that I've been doing hot yoga. I know you're like a hot yoga lady now. I would have never guessed like three years ago that you would get into yoga. And I'm honestly, well, I hate every aspect of, of it. That's spiritual. I do. Right. But I like, I <laughs> <Okay>. like it. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Calm down. <laughs> like, I don't like any of that nonsense. And I don't believe any of like the pressing on your endocrine system and all that kind of stuff. I just like it because it makes me sweat a lot. And it makes me like, I have some tightness. But if you feel, do you feel good mentally from doing Oh, it? I feel good. Like, because it does relieve a lot of my tension that yeah. I, I carry in my neck well, and shoulders. Good. So that stuff is physical. It's helping me physically with some problems that I've had. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've probably mentioned like I have was in a car accident. So I have like this knee issues. So it has been helping me with like flexibility and I'm sweating a ton and I like it. I recommend it. Um, but yeah, I'm not like necessarily like, I don't say namaste at the end. You don't No. I was always okay. Cause I, I, <laughs> cause I've been to two hot yoga classes with Desi and they always say, they literally say namaste at the end. And I always say it just cause like whatever. Um, and I'm always wondering, every time we've done that class, I'm like, does Desi say namaste? <laughs> no, I refuse. Wow. I'm like, like, I'm like not a very... Because you're a Marin. Well, I was just going to say, I'm not a very woo-woo person, but I'm a little woo-woo. Like in terms of like I grew up Because you grew up in Marin. I grew you, up in There's Marin no County. way you can't be a little bitch. I'm a little... Like, it seeped into you. Like my mom gave me Be Here Now as a teenager. Right. And that was like my Bible. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely like... Uh, not, it's not like something I think anyone would expect that I like, but it does physically help me. So I will continue doing it. I like it and I don't get involved in the conversations about diarrhea afterwards. <laughs> and I stay out of that element because there is a lot of those kind of conversations happening. I am so sad. I haven't been privy to one of those diarrhea conversations. The yet. diarrhea one was probably the height <laughs> of it. Look, and I do, I did get like a whole pizza last week after hot yoga Good when I was listening you. to the Dodgers game in the car. What was it? Dodgers, uh, who was it? Nationals. Nationals. The final. The final game. The final yeah. game. So I was like stress eating that pizza right. that was after hot five. yoga. So uh, I like it. It's good. I'll continue doing it. And, I got to go uh, back. I have like a month pass and like I got, I've only been to two classes, so I should go back yeah. to it. Yeah. I'm going tomorrow because I'm doing a 30 day challenge. That's the thing I'm doing right now. I can't believe that. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I am. This is like honestly very, this is great. Yeah. So I'm Desi doing a 30-day challenge. Desi doesn't do any challenges. 
And that, I'm serious. I mean, I don't either. I'm not like a. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Excuse me. I, no, I'm saying that's why I'm proud because of when you. I do something where it's like a competition, I do have a competitive yeah thing where I'm going to finish it. You do, but I just usually don't start it, right? Because <laughs> I know what will happen. Then I have to do it. I kind of need to do your astrological chart, and I'm not very astrological, but I kind of believe in it. Okay, but I'm kind of need to. <laughs> I kind of need to know. Desi's a Capricorn, but I need to know like what her rising and her moon sign yeah, is. Yeah, I have no idea. This See, is a, I'm like literally not. This woo-woo. podcast took a turn it never takes. And I, <laughs> right, <laughs> Desi's spiritual side does not exist. Does so. not. <laughs> Mine does exist. I definitely. I'm right. a lot more. I'm like a whatever. Like I said, I believe the facts of it. Like yeah, I'm very logical about. Right, like, I was like, this helps me breathe and sleep better. Right, like, so and I feel more flexible, and that's and, good, and that's and fine. My body is changing, and that's like, an acceptable, yeah. very good reason to do right. exercise. Yep. So that's that. That's my exciting news. What and else? people have been like, I have posted about it on Instagram, and people are being very encouraging. Oh, it's sweet. I sent you an encouraging. Word. You sent. Me I call her a skinny legend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> No, my body's getting sick. No, I'm <laughs> I'll post I'll, when I fit back into my uh, slutty black lace <laughs> skater dress. <laughs> I will post a pic. Okay, Desi's gonna post a thirst trap on November thir- I'll post first. A thirst trap for like thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so get she your just get, get your she's qu- gonna get quenched. She's gonna smush her sweaty yoga tits together. <laughs> I do feel like the tits are a problem in yoga, are I have they? to admit. I can't do certain things because I can't squeeze them together because my tits are in the way. She has big tits and I'm jealous. No, it's not good. I would love to get rid of them, but I do feel like it is a hindrance and they're telling me to do things. It's like, yeah, sure, I could do that if I didn't have tits. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys are all 90 pounds with like no tits, which is great. When you do the cat cow, do your tits just hang down like udders? Which one? The cat cow? <laughs> Jesus, Rachel. <laughs> The thing that's really hard for me is when you cross the things in front. Oh, yeah. When you do, what is it? Like? Or where they're like, get your forehead to the knee. It's like, well, my tits are they're like four <laughs> inches pressing against my thigh. I can't get my forehead to the knee because my tits are in the way. Like, fuck you. I was honestly just like lamenting today about how like when I was like 11 years old, like me and my best friend used to talk about all the time, like, one day we're going to be 15 and we're going to have huge tits and we're going to be riding around like in a convertible with hot guys. First of all, neither of us ever got tits. Right. So that never happened. I don't care about tits. I would love if I would love to have no tits because I would love to run around with this the <laughs> shirt on with no bra. <laughs> like I can't do that. Like I guess I could maybe. Right. Yeah, Desi, what's stopping you? Come because on. Because it's like uncomfortable. Right, like, right, right. But like... Yeah, like I'm, I feel like it's like classic, like you want what you don't have. I know, because like I look at people like you and I'm like, oh, that looks fun. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It's not great. You know what? There's ups and downs (laughs) to all of it. Everything has their pros and and cons. And everybody is beautiful at the end of the day. We are body positive. But some things just don't, aren't conducive to yoga. (laughs) Right. And I'm telling you, I get really frustrated when she's like, get that forehead to your knee and my tits are stopping me. You should yell that out in yoga the next time. Lady, my tits are blocking my What about my tits? What's the adjustment for my tits? You know how they have like pregnancy yoga? They should have big tit yoga. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure there's things. Obviously, tons of people with big tits do yoga. I'm just curious what the solutions are. Maybe if I get more flexible, I'll just squish those tits down. Right. Or you separate them. You like pull them apart like curtains. 
you just pull them apart. Like when I'm lying on my back yeah. and they split. Yeah. I just got to pull, pull them, them apart, apart to get my thigh in between <laughs> when I'm trying to touch my forehead to my knee. Uh, anyway, we'll see how long this lasts. I, I do like talking about it because then I'm like, oh, I, I will shame myself into continuing. I kind of want to go with you tomorrow. Wait, what is tomorrow? Friday? Yeah, I'm going from one to two. Oy. Maybe I'll come. Maybe okay. I'll show up. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll see. TV. Bye. Bye. <laughs>